1: another episode of the reality is as always it's newer and why are you laughing Raheel what's your problem
0: nothing hi hello to you too
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) hey hey happy voting day happy election day did you go I did did you really with a deep sigh and a gut full of worms and regret and rage and I did not go you didn't You abstained. That's the first first time you've ever not voted.
0: I have not. uh, Yeah, it's the first time I haven't been to an election in probably since like 2010, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't vote in 2010. Okay. But I voted all the other ones. And I voted from 2004 through 2010.
1: Wow. Well, do you think they missed you?
0: Yeah, I think I think my vote is the one that that would have made all the difference. And like, they'll where's see.
1: The, where's the guy that looks like a young version of the old guy from Up? We haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: all uh, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror, in the in the camera, and I don't know if I can continue this episode. <laughs> where did that come from it's so messed up
1: (laughs) my brain (laughs)
0: oh god
1: Uh, anyway yeah i went and voted voted. (laughs) who'd you You vote for
0: the republicans
1: Uh uh-huh
0: ours uh down the line for you
1: ours down the line i said you know what i'm so mad i want you to take away my reproductive rights
0: exactly that'll show you
1: That'll show. That'll show you. Uh, no, I voted for Democrats, and I did look up all of my local candidates and vote for the right ones. That the ones that oh, I actually good. care about. Yeah. So good.
0: did you go? Did you go ultra left on any of them? Were there any ultra left candidates?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to get it, but no. At least they have my support.
0: Like the Green Party, the Pot Party. Oh no, no, people. I don't do
1: that. No, no, no. Let's yeah. that, not get crazy here. Um. Anyway. Uh what's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm really stressed out because as what's you wrong, know, buddy? I'm going to Amsterdam on Thursday. Uh, oh yeah. It's Tuesday right now. And Tuesday. Guess who still doesn't have their passport?
0: <gasps> Do you have to go in
1: and get it? I did.
0: I was I, went, I was because now I'm looking at myself in the camera, I was actually shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> I, I
1: was, were you thinking about how you look like the guy from Up?
0: I was like, is this how the guy from Up would react if he heard that his sister didn't have her passport <laughs> two days before she flew to Amsterdam? And then I stopped listening to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went in person today and um, I gave him my forms and they were like, okay, come back tomorrow and pick it up. And I was like, what? And they were like, yep, you got to do another day in the city and come back. And pick
0: oh, it up. man. Like, yeah, like, so you didn't do the emergency, emergency one because usually well, I they didn't want to
1: lie. I mean, I think the, the emergency, emergency one is like if you have like a death or like an illness, I'll yeah, play games I like that.
0: Yeah, no. my friend, I mean, sure, you shouldn't because you can go, you can go back into the city for another yeah. date, right? But let's yeah. say if you couldn't go back into the city, I have yeah. no problem using the emergency, emergency one.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. You know, when it comes to health stuff, I just can't. And I've, I have true. done some egregious lying in my youth. Like, I can't admit even to my therapist the things that I've said. To really? Get Tell us. Data. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will share it with anywhere between 600 to 3,000 listeners. No.
0: Um,
1: no, I uh, I don't like to make I don't like to play around with that I don't play games with stuff like that man It makes me too nervous
0: So my friend as you know Lost his passport The day he found out that he didn't have it The day that he was supposed to fly out And so the next day he got an em- Emergency emergency uh, Appointment right
1: mm-hmm. And
0: he went in without a plan And he said that as soon as he As he got to like the gate Or like to, to the embassy um, First of all he didn't have an appointment. Like he, I think he got an appointment earlier in the day, but there was no way that he was going to be able to make it. So he already showed up an hour and a half late. Right. Oh and God. so I was like, what did you do? And he's like, I just started to cry. Oh, wow. so he started to cry. And then, so the security guard let him in. Right. Um, and then he had another hurdle. He actually had to talk to the officer who was going to yeah. be, you know, letting him know. And I was like, what, what was your plan? He's like, I had no plan. I got in front of her and I just started spewing shit and he's like, what I came up with was that my father was flying to London, and mm-hmm. I had to go pick him up because he needed help physically to pick oh. him up. And he's like, you know, it's one of those things where my dad does need help if he if he's ever flying or something. So it's not that it it's out of the realm of possibility. It's just mm-hmm. not what happened this time. And I said, I sign off on this. Good on That's you. That's
1: deplorable behavior. No, thank you. I don't like any of that. No. I,
0: I mean, all he's doing is making sure that the passport office gives him his passport a day earlier. Who's who's the victim here? It is bad karma. I told him it's terrible karma. Oh,
1: it's terrible karma. Yeah, that's that's messing around with the forces of the universe, and I don't like that. No, the lady was like, yeah, we've just been prioritizing people who are going for, like, health reasons and, you know, funerals and stuff, so... That's why you just have to come tomorrow. Because I was like, oh, I've I've done this before because I'm a mm-hmm. piece of shit. <laughs> so <laughs> usually you just get it the same day. And she was like, yeah, but, you know, we've just been prioritizing other stuff. She's like, your trip is just for fun. So that's why I was like, damn it. <sighs> she knows. She was like, this old idiot is probably just going to get hammered in Amsterdam with her friends.
0: You should have said it's for your anxiety. Is that a true statement? It is for your anxiety, right?
1: Yeah. So there but, you go. It's a health yeah, reason. I mean, I'm on antidepressants for that. <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited. Um, yes, we've got no real concrete plans. It, you know, there's there is like the the Anne Frank House, which originally mm-hmm. I wanted to go and see. Yeah, but I don't want to be sad. And I, like, I don't know. Is this maybe I'm just we're just going to do a little therapy here? Am I a garbage person for not wanting to be? sad during a trip like there's so much miserable stuff happening right now like really truly terrible things Mm -hmm. people are thousands of people are dying every day um and i'm thinking to myself like am i a selfish piece of shit for being like i'm gonna go ahead and protect myself from going to like a sad place like is that shitty of me
0: absolutely i mean i'm not just saying this just to say but i absolutely don't agree with that because yes i understand that Sadness is an emotion and um, it is something that we should be uh, open to feeling all the time. Um, At the same time, if you know that you can avoid it, um, I don't think there's anything wrong in trying to avoid it, Um, especially, you know, like I would love to go to the Anne Frank house at some point in my life. If I was going to Amsterdam right now, I would not go to it. Right. I don't think I don't think mentally I can kind of separate the atrocities and what that place, what that place stands for, you know, what the message is that's, that's being relayed across there and not think about everything else that we're seeing in the world. Right. And I'm not sure if I'm ready to kind of have that mental conversation with myself because it's sadness all around, right. It's sadness all all across.
1: Yeah. So, So also the other thing is that the tickets sell out six weeks early. So I wouldn't okay. have been even been able to go if I wanted there to. You go. Yeah. So instead, I'm just going to get bombed <laughs> for three days. And eat let's just pies. let
0: let's just edit the last ninety seconds and say that you really wanted to go, and you're just going to get <laughs> tickets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so um, the good news is that besides my passport, I've packed already. Already. Yeah.
0: I want to get back to this bombed and French fries plan. Yeah. What are we thinking? I mean, French fries, I know how those work. <laughs> are we thinking like morning to evening? Are we going to take breaks? Are we going to rest up in the middle of the I think we're going to,
1: we, we must take a nap. I mean, we're all, there's a bunch of us going, five ladies, four of us are moms. And so I think that there is going to be a, A must-do nap in the middle of the afternoon. Like I think that we're all the kind that are like, let's go back to our individual rooms. Which, by the way, nobody's sharing a room because we're all fucking adults. Okay. Of course. Um, and I think at like somewhere at some point in the middle of the day on Friday and Saturday, which are like our two full days there. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Friday and Saturday, we're gonna be like, okay, around three o'clock, we're all gonna retreat to our rooms and just nap or scroll or whatever for mm-hmm. like three hours each yep. like let's just not see each other for a couple of hours that's what i want I, th-
0: I think that's a great plan um yeah. because uh, as you know this is my I, I recently went on my first vacation and one of the things that i appreciated in the way mm-hmm. that i went about it was yes there were times when we went kind of full tilt usually at night sometimes in the afternoon you know things like that but i also kept some regularity in my life that I usually you know that that I keep over here also so I like did stuff in the morning that I usually do stuff at home and that just kind of kind of centered me um, and that was yeah. really helpful
1: look so at you what... you went on one trip and now you think you can give me advice about vacation
0: <laughs> well you don't have your passport two days before you travel I think I must <laughs> uh-huh. could
1: you uh could you give me a bunch of balloons that I could attach myself to and fly to Amsterdam? (laughs) 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 Uh, Anyway. (laughs) So, Hey, what's going on in sports?
0: (laughs) Too early. There's a lot going on in sports. What would you like to talk about? Would you like to talk about the cricket world cup? Would you like to talk about the NBA? Or would you, of course, like to talk about the 49ers? What would you like?
1: Of course. I guess I'm, I have no choice. Go ahead and tell me about the 49ers. How are they doing?
0: Well, the 49ers had a bye this week, which okay. was good. It came at the right time. They've lost Can you tell the listeners
1: games, what bro. a buy is? Can I tell them what a buy is?
0: Yeah, sure. Go for it.
1: It's when they say bye, 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 and then they don't play that <laughs> week. Stupid.
0: Uh, yes. That is accurate. That is uh, 90% accurate. They, they do not play that week. Um, but they don't do the bye-bye-bye. Uh, but they, they had a bye. Do the <laughs> they don't do the dance.
1: I wish they did, like, I?
0: I think the NFL needs to adopt some rule changes. Yeah. Uh, but they've lost three in a row, which was concerning. Um, and there seems to be a problem with the defense. The defense is uh, supposed to be great. And they just haven't been the last... Two days, spe- the the last two weeks, especially um, okay. against quarterbacks and stuff like that. Um, the first uh, the first loss that they had was shitty weather and all this other stuff. Anyways, so they recently uh, traded for Chase Young, who is a 23-year-old stud from the Washington Commanders. And the Commanders are having a fire sale right now. So he has been added to the 49ers defense. And plus the buy... So I feel like they're going to come back having figured out all their shit and um, they're going to come back and be awesome. I feel like the second half of the season, they will do really, really well. And I am positively horny about it.
1: Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Um, I'm very excited for you and your horniness with these new players. Thanks. Now, I have a sports thing, a football-related thing. (laughs) I have some, as one of our listeners uh, said to me, our one of our listeners, which by the way, this never happens. One of our listeners sent us some tea, about Travis Kelsey. Oh,
0: okay. Is this tea? I keep don't know. Is this Sports tea or gossip tea?
1: Uh, Porque lo no dos, like a little bit <laughs> of everything. Okay, it's very lukewarm, and we're going to keep it anonymous. But here's the message. Okay, um, it's from a person who was at a uh, at a game in the Travis box. Okay. Apparently, Travis believes, huh? In the in in the the box. box, Okay. Apparently, Travis believes his NFL career is winding down, unsurprising, and is trying to break into Hollywood. A colleague's daughter was at the last game, last week's game, in the Travis box, and he's been romancing some Hollywood folks, specifically those affiliated with the, wait for it, real, Fast and the Furious franchise. (laughs) The uh, college's daughter is friends with an exec who works on Fast and the Furious. <sighs> oh, yeah.
0: Now here's yeah, what I what? love
1: about this. What I love about this is that it it would make sense that he's trying to like get his career up, whatever. Like trying to find a transition outside of football, and he seems to be good at it. Like he's a natural star in some ways, right? Like people love him. I think it, we're probably gonna get a Travis Kelsey. Well, no, he already did an SNL. Yeah, he hosted yeah, he an SNL.
0: And he was fantastic.
1: He was so good, right? Yeah. But what I love is that he is trying to get his name up. He's dating the biggest pop star in the world or in America, right? Mm-hmm. To get into a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> 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 uh, and you it's know, actually kind of perfect.
0: It's. I, I know we're laughing at it because it is a ridiculous thing that he's doing. but. It is the right move, like the (laughs) Fast and the Furious movies. Yes, at one point Tyrese was like the biggest like get that they could get, like fast Uh too fast too furious. I was like, oh my god, they they got Tyrese. What happened here, right? And then in the same movie they had Ludacris, and you're like, oh my god, he's like a big star or whatever. But you know, whatever. (laughs) But the last, have you seen the last Fast and Furious movie? No. It has fucking everybody. It has Helen Mirren. She's been in the franchise for like the last three movies. It has um, Brie Larson was in this one.
1: Well, that I know. That I knew about.
0: Uh, Charlize Theron is now a part. She's she's a part of the Fast family now, apparently. (laughs) And so basically what happens with the Fast and the Furious movies is they introduce a villain. This Uh has been going on since they introduced uh, probably uh, Dwayne Johnson. The Uh Rock, right? They introduce a bad guy. Uh, but then the bad guy somehow becomes a member of the Fast family.
1: Okay, so he I is love that.
0: Family. That's why it's so good. It's so <laughs> it's so much fun.
1: Well, our listener said they're running out of secret brothers to introduce so he can be the next one.
0: Uh, yes, exactly. So you know who <laughs> the last secret brother was, right? Who? John Cena. John Cena is in the Fast and the Furious movies now. <laughs>
1: well, I feel like that fits.
0: He is Vin Diesel's brother in the movies have you seen vin diesel and wait, john cena
1: <laughs> wait a minute what
0: they share a father
1: okay. in the movies. but That's they never fine. showed
0: the. i think i think his mother is maybe uh latina
1: okay um
0: but uh i don't know they've never shown her uh okay. who was in the last one there was a uh, rita moreno do you know who that is yeah yeah she's an oscar-winning legend she played Vin Diesel's grandmother in the last Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs>
1: Her, his grandmother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a what a treat! You know, I was thinking that maybe it's time for us to co- start covering movies again, but I mm-hmm. wasn't sure if that makes us scabs. But I'm like, are either of us actors, or ever going to be? I don't think so. <laughs> is I
0: that think that, thing that you
1: would I- <laughs> Isn't that thing over? <laughs> over. Um. No, I think the writer's part is, but not the acting part. No, I don't think so. What?
0: I don't think they'd mind.
1: I don't think they'd mind either. All right, maybe maybe I'll watch the Fast X movie while I'm zooting and tooting in um, Amsterdam.
0: That plane ride. That's what you should do. You should prepare yourself.
1: Okay, that's fine. Salute me, familia. (laughs) I think that if I watch that movie and we do a recap, we have to have Tom Hamlet on because he fucking loves those movies.
0: Hey, anyway, that's the first person that watched the Fast and the Furious movies and, uh, and wondered aloud about peanut piercings. And I say, <laughs> God bless magnets. that man. Yeah, the magnets with the peanut piercings. And that's <laughs> all I think about when I watch that scene now. I'm like, what is happening to their Prince Alberts?
1: <laughs> uh, all right. You want to hear some gossip? Sure. Okay, well, it's not really gossip. It's just delicious new things that happen. You know, hold you're on. familiar with Timberland. What? Oh,
0: we're done with sports, then.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. Did <laughs> you have other things
0: to say? No, that's no, fine. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure that we're done with sports. I could tell you about Glenn Maxwell and the Cricket World Cup and how Pakistan is still alive, and we could talk about Victor Wembanyama. But I know, I know, you're not interested. I know you just want you wanted to get to the Travis Kelsey gossip. I get it. It's fine.
1: It was so good. Past <laughs> the Furious movies. Come on. Oh my god. Um no, tell me about cricket and how it makes you feel. No,
0: no, 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 no. 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 I don't want to do
1: that. I okay,
0: don't want to fine. do that.
1: It, cr- it makes it makes me
0: feel too many things. Huh?
1: Cricket's happening. What is it? A World Cup?
0: The World Cup is going on. This is initially why I Okay,
1: wait. I have a question. Yes. I feel like there's multiple cups World Cups happening all the time.
0: So now there's multiple formats of cricket, okay. right? So there's T20, uh-huh. which is twenty overs. There's ODI, which is One Day International. That's okay. fifty overs. That's basically the cricket that you and I grew up. Well, you did it. Yeah, that I grew up watching, right? So that was the main one. And then there's I test also cricket.
1: grew up in the same house as you. I just didn't pay attention.
0: You were in the same house. I don't think we allowed you in the TV room during those
1: <laughs> matches. <laughs> I slept. I was like, I don't know why these idiots are up. This is yeah stupid.
0: Um, yeah. anyways, so uh, there is a t20 World Cup, mm-hmm. which is uh, hugely becoming very, very popular. Um, and right now what's happening is the one day international World Cup, which is the big one. It's, it's I think classic. for me, it's the classic one right now, yeah, and it's happening in India, um I think primarily in India. I don't think there's any of the countries that are hosting it. um so there's obviously a lot of like geopolitical stuff with the Pakistani team or whatever. The Pakistani team was basically left for dead. All the fans said, we're done after they lost to Afghanistan. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is it. This is the end. And then they lost to South Africa. They also got embarrassed by India at the beginning, which was a game that I watched with my Indian friends. Um, oh. and That was really tough for me. Um, anyways, but they have somehow clawed their way back. And now there's a possibility if things break right, They will make it to the semifinals. So they have to win their last match. And I think they need New Zealand to lose or New Zealand to have like a rain out, which there's Mm. a possibility that that it could happen. So that's the only way that they can advance. But there's a chance. So now we're all invested again. So Mm. on Thursday and Friday, I'm going to be a maniac. I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to watch it. And I don't know why I do this to myself. Like I could live a very happy, non-cricket life. It would mean nothing. I went that way for like 20 years I didn't watch cricket. But here I am back into it. And uh I'm just going to get my heart broken. That's just going to happen. Wow.
1: Sounds dark. Um <laughs> yeah. You know, I um I'm excited for you, but I think I'm anti uh nationalist sports. Oh.
0: <laughs> so you don't want countries competing against each other in anything. No. That's a terrible take. That's actually an awful take.
1: I just don't believe in borders.
0: <laughs> Sports are the best way for countries to interact with each other. Okay, fine. So you fine. get all that aggression out. That's the best possible okay, all avenue all right.
1: Well, it. I will. Fine. I walk it back. I do think it's great that the Pakistan team was able to at least like go to India for like the yeah. match. Right. That's a huge you know, fucking deal.
0: You know, so before they went the Indian government gave them a whole lot of bullshit about mm-hmm. coming to India. They basically didn't allow their visas until a day before they were supposed to show up. Mm-hmm. Like they, And this is just being dicks, just being yeah. dicks for no reason. Yeah. So that stuff is going on. So Pakistanis have like a lot of complaints about how they've been treated. So like a lot of my friends wanted to go to India to watch the matches, right? But if you're Pakistani or if you're of Pakistani heritage, the visa that they are giving people basically all you can do is you buy the tickets you go to your hotel you check into a hotel and you can only go from your hotel to the match you can't travel outside the city at all at some point there was a rumor that you had to check in with the local police station every single day before you went in anywhere right and it's like dude these are people that are coming from internationally that can pay for your stupid fucking like cricket tickets which are in the yeah. thousands like thousands of dollars yeah. right you're only doing this to be a dick right it's not like this is how terrorists are going to come or, or whatever right so yeah there's a lot of complaints on that side but i will say is the indian cricket team itself is has been doing amazing mm-hmm. um so to all the indian fans i get it the team i have no problem with the team itself The that's one of the things that i uh that has been nice about this world cup because i'm so like involved in it and actually watching the games and stuff is I can appreciate like good sportsmanship Um, especially from like an Indian team there's a guy on the Indian team who you know Virat Kohli yeah who is just he's just awesome to watch and it's like I love rooting for that guy just because I love that guy I don't care if he's Indian and he's like you know he's actually like a really good guy when it comes to talking about Pakistan and stuff like that so that's one of the nice things about it everything outside of it all like the commercialism and all like the political stuff is bullshit. But at the very least, the athletes themselves and the teams themselves are awesome to watch.
1: Fine, I'll allow country-based sports. You go, oh, God!
0: I can't yeah, believe go. we almost—I can't believe we almost lost all World Cups. Soccer <laughs> World Cup gone. Cricket World Cup gone. Madden, <laughs> go fuck yourself! Yeah, but
1: you're saying you almost lost it, as if my opinion fucking matters. <laughs> Oh no, now I can't. I can't watch that stuff anymore. Um anyway. Uh okay, are we done with sports now? <laughs> I guess we are. <laughs> okay. You're familiar with Timberland, yes? Uh
0: of course. Yeah. Timberland. Okay. The the producer.
1: Producer who makes the funny faces yes. and the great beats. He does. Right? Yeah. You know what
0: the best uh, I, I I hope this whatever this Timberland story is isn't terrible. because oh no one of one of the things i enjoy watching is uh jay-z had like a documentary for the Mm -hmm. black album i believe um when he was putting it together and one of the best clips is when he goes to timbaland's studio and timbaland plays him uh dirt off your shoulder just a beat for it the first time yeah and the two of them are just so happy they're just like little kids like jay-z can't believe how good the beat is oh no all right i'll stop there Go no, ahead. No, okay. Tell me I the believe- terrible thing. No, I I no, believe a-
1: no, there's great Timberland songs, right? Everybody likes Timberland. So there is a clip that just surfaced um of there was some sort of like a an event, a speaking event or something, I don't know what it was, but he was being interviewed and one of the audience members got up and was like, "So, you saw recently that Cry me Your River, which is a Timberland produced song, has recently been coming back up in It's gone, you know, it's getting more listens Mm -hmm. and it's back in the news because Britney Spears' memoir. And to which Timberland said, Oh, she's going crazy, right? (sighs) And then he continued to say, I wanted to call and say, JT, you got to put a muzzle on that girl. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody was laughing and everybody was laughing. And, um, yeah. So what did you, what that's uh, Timberland? What a fucking piece of shit! What a crazy. Who says stuff like that?
0: You know that is one hundred percent a horrible thing to say. Obviously, it's horrible. There's no justification for it or whatever, um, and that should not have been said. I do think that there are a lot of people in the world that would share his sentiment. Uh, shockingly, a lot of people who you and I, you know, run into in daily life. Like, these aren't just, like, crazy, you know, these aren't just, like, online people. These are, like, actual real-life people that think that that's all they see, right? They see Britney Spears. They remember Britney Spears. They heard that she was crazy. And then they see, like, pictures of her back up right now with, like, knife dancing or whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they see that she's in the news again. They see all the stuff about her. And they think, oh, okay, that's just that's how easily i can dismiss this person a lot of people are that way the fact that it's a celebrity um who says that and he says that in an open forum like that and people laugh is sad and it's tragic and you know that's terrible but it's also not out of you know i i also think that that's something that a lot of people would say and it's sad well but-
1: yeah. Well, the thing that that really pissed me off is the fact that he said I told JT to put a muzzle on her, right? Like considering considering the fact that this woman was actually silenced and in a conservatorship yeah. for like so many years and yes. this is what you say is actually insane. And then of course the internet did cuz you know, Britney Spears fans are they're they go bananas, okay? Then they pulled up this interview from 2011 where he said that when he met Aaliyah, he was in love with her and she was 16 and he was 23. (laughs) So, So then they were like, well, fuck you, Timberland, you pedophile. I'm like, all right, well, that's that for Timberland, I guess.
0: And you know what? All perfectly fair, all perfectly on the level. Like you make a comment like that, you know, your celebrity isn't guaranteed. You're not. Yeah. You're not just, you know, so. When when your time's up, your time's up. That's what you get. So good.
1: Exactly. Speaking of people whose time's up. So I mentioned to you last week that Bethany Frankel did this like thing called the reality reckoning, right? She's like, oh, I'm going to take Bravo down. There's going to be a Vanity Fair article. It's going to come out. And she conveniently has it come out the week before BravoCon, right? the article comes out we all think it's going to be crazy yes your fingers up in the air you have yeah, a question can
0: there. you just can you just remind me again what bravo celebrities are called
1: <laughs> bravo celebrities <laughs> 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 and annie's always like He's like, he's like, he's always. The questions are always so corny. They're always like, "If you could fuck Mary, kill any Bravo Leb, who would it be?" It's like, "Shut up, Andy." Oh, we
0: we shorten it to Bravo Leb.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh
0: my god.
1: <laughs> anyway, so the article comes out, and essentially, it's supposed to be this like deep dive into like all the things that are like fucked up about about Bravo. And I told you, I told us nothing, right? All it told us was that. Um, but uh, you know the the Bravo, all the women on Bravo drink too much. All the housewives drink too much. They get too drunk, and Bravo doesn't back them up when they are like pushed into a corner to defend their behavior. Which is like that's nobody. No, your your employer is not responsible for defending your behavior if you don't know how to handle your alcohol, right? And the whole thing we thought was going to be this big takedown, but the only thing that really came out of it was that um all bethany did was talk about real housewives of new york she didn't talk at Mm -hmm. all about any of the other shows she didn't talk about like you know on beverly hills in the early seasons we were fully watching them exploit kim richards like kim richards was really really sick she had a severe alcohol abuse issue and we watched it right russell um taylor armstrong's russell armstrong taylor armstrong's husband died by suicide and we like that wasn't covered at all. There's so much seriously dark shit that has happened on Bravo. And yeah. she didn't talk about any of that. All she talked about was like how much she hates the real house of New York, basically, <laughs> because all she talked about was essentially herself. But they talked about two things. One of the things was of course, also that in the last season of real houses of New York, so I don't know if I told you this, New York got canceled. Like oh. real houses of New York completely, they, they scraped the whole thing. They got rid of everybody Um, you know, Luann and Sonia got their little spinoff show and then they redid the cast. And they have a whole new cast now. So the Real Housewives of New York is like now it's even on on like the TV guide or whatever. It says like Roni, new era or something like that. Like they've completely rebranded it.
0: For me personally, I'm just I'm I'm just so happy that uh, Luann found a home. That's all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) What about Dorinda? Did Dorinda find a home?
1: Well, she does have a home. It's called Berkshire. It's uh, in the Berkshires. It's called Blue Stone Manor.
0: I mean, a TV
1: home. No, okay. um, she didn't. But she is. There is going to be a, an ultimate girls trip uh, Rony, And this right. is all going to connect in a minute. So the reason one of the reasons why I got scrapped is, as, as you may remember, Ebony Williams, right? Ebony K. Williams, who you used to listen to on a talk radio show. Yeah. She was on the last season of Rony, and she had complained and she had actually filed legitimate complaints. She and producers had backed her up on Ramona Singer saying extremely racist things, right? Okay. On camera and off camera. Mm-hmm. There was allegedly an, an investigation done and Bravo had said that nothing's going to come out of it. The investigation went nowhere. Bethany mentions it. It gets mentioned in the Vanity Fair article. Somebody reached out to Beth, uh, to Ebony saying, would you want to go with Bethany to like, would you want Bethany to, or would you team up with Bethany to like unionize the show or try to sue Bravo or whatever? And Ebony was like, uh, Eb- Eb- Ebony said something along the lines of, um, no, fuck that white lady. I'm not going to be doing her work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that is amazing. Great, right. And that is a right response.
1: Fuck that is Bethany. a right re- response. Right. So then later this week, like r- right soon after that, a text message is released of somebody from page six, I think reached out to Ramona because in the mm-hmm. article, it is mentioned that Ramona said the N word.
0: to said a producer. the actual N word.
1: The actual N word to a producer, right? And this is the thing that had caused the Bravo investigation. So Ramona responds to somebody from page six saying, I didn't say the n word. I I actually said n word. So she types n word, right? N-W-O-R-D. Yeah. And then she says I didn't say. And then she types in quotes n i g g dot dot dot. No. Dot that.
0: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sends this text message out. <laughs> Bravo gets it and boom, Ramona's canceled completely from BravoCon. She is uninvited to everything. So she was not there at all this week. And Ramona has been starting like a new career as a real estate agent for like Doug Douglas Ellman, I think, like one of like the big mm-hmm. names in New York. She loses her job there, like she's fired. So Ramona is officially canceled. And the thing I wanted to talk about is like it is frustrating that it's frustrating that like an in- entire investigation was done. Black people who worked with mm-hmm. her had like said that she had done this and they said no well we're just going to cancel the show we're going to give her one girl ultimate girls trip uh season and then we're going to give her another ultimate girls trip season because season. they just filmed a second one where yeah. she went to they they essentially did scary island again
0: without oh, okay. bethany
1: but with dorinda and a couple of other people and ramona was there and so it's like Bravo still continued to like have her on. And up until that text message came out and was like posted on the Internet, Bravo didn't actually, you know, um, fire her, which is, you know, frustrating. So
0: I'm sure it's frustrating. And I think that is the kind of like the core problem with how people look at racism and also when people point out racism right? It's like, if you're not really looking out for racism, like if you're not, because it's, it's about feeling, right? It's about feeling unsafe or uncomfortable with a person because you feel like they are judging you based on your race, right? Yeah. A lot of times in like the corporate world and HR and all those things, right? Unless you have like, written proof or something like that, they want to see like blatant, things which is exactly why she got fired now because all it did all it took was for her to um write it out right like n-i-g-g whatever right because now they have something concrete now they have okay well we can't get around this because it's written and we received this text message so now or we've seen this text message so we can't deny this anymore right yeah what they don't want to do is listen to people of color complain about or talk about how they actually feel because yeah. they think that people are just looking for a reason to shout racism, right? I yeah. think that's essentially what the problem is.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like it's, it just invalidates uh, the feelings of people of color who are actually experiencing exactly. racism. It's yeah. bullshit.
0: It's not good. Racism is not good, you guys.
1: <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. Me and you why would we even say we are anti-racist? <laughs> okay. I wanted to do something fun um, because a really ridiculous thing was watched by me this weekend or this okay. week as I was catching up on Bravo. And I thought, so silly. Um, I think I'm going to do this thing where I'm going to read you an excerpt from a recent episode of a Housewives show, like a quote. Okay. And I just want to hear your reaction from it. And I want you to guess which show this may have been on and okay. maybe who said it. Okay. Okay, right. Now, on.
0: my knowledge of shows is very limited. That's so it's fine. really household. Okay.
1: Okay. Take your best guess, okay? Okay. Last Christmas was about 14 months after the home invasion, and mm-hmm. I went to the bank. I took out $10,000, so <laughs> <laughs> I took out $10,000 cash so I could have some money for Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had my handbag in the shopping cart. When I got to the register, I realized that my handbag was gone. The police reviewed the video surveillance. They discovered that I was followed by three men. That threw me right back into the throes of PTSD.
0: I mean, this sounds like a terrible thing to happen to
1: somebody. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Would you walk around with $10,000 cash? in? No,
0: I, I wouldn't.
1: First of all, we don't have that kind of money. We don't, we don't have that
0: kind of money. No.
1: <laughs> Hot take. We're poor. <laughs> um, do you think which, which Housewives show do you think this was on?
0: So $10,000 cash. Also break in. Break in tells me that it's somewhere. It's not the city. It's not somewhere in the city, I don't think. It's got to be like somewhere suburban. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's one of the ladies from D.C. Because I like those ladies.
1: The Potomac Girls?
0: The Potomac Girls.
1: It's not Potomac.
0: Uh, All right. Is it Atlanta? No. I don't know. I'm out then. Is Beverly Hills still a show? Yeah. I'm going to go Beverly Hills. I'm going to say Beverly Hills. And I'm going to say, who's a Vanderpump lady?
1: She's not even on the show anymore, Raheel. I don't know. (laughs) Have you ever met Dorique Hemsley? What? What are these words? I think I need to introduce you to Dorit, okay? Dorit is from Connecticut, but she has a British accent. And so she's one of my favorite people in the world. Because anybody who lives a life of that level of delusion on television is like my favorite kind of reality TV star. Mm -hmm. She's from Connecticut. She calls herself a child of the world. She (laughs) has a British accent because she's married to... (laughs) Wait. She's married to... Boy George's music manager.
0: (laughs) Hey, did you mention her once? Was she on Prince uh, Andrew's plane at some point? Is that her?
1: No, that's not her. Okay. (laughs) She was not on Prince Andrew's. That was Caroline Stanberry, and she's on Real Housewives of the (laughs) Bay. (laughs) What? Anyway. um, No, she's married to... Boy Georgia's music manager Paul Kemp. And, so
0: and so she has a British accent.
1: And she has a British accent. Also, one of her proj- one of her storylines a couple of seasons ago was that she was doing a collaboration with the restaurant Buca de Pepo. <laughs> <laughs> Where she wasn't making a dish real. She was transforming one of their back rooms to the Capri room, specifically only in the Buca de Pepo in the valley in Los Angeles or outside of Los Angeles, where mm-hmm. it's just a room. You should Google it. Just Google Buca de Pepo Capri room. It's just a room with like yellow wallpaper. And it was like her pride and joy. So this is like.
0: So Buca de Pepo is like a franchise, right? Yes. <laughs> Since you dressed up one of like the rooms. Fr-
1: it's like Maggiano's. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's set, like. Yeah. It's a step up from an olive garden.
0: Yeah. So it's like if you rent a room in an olive garden, like a guest room, and then you just fancy it up. <laughs> yes. did, they, did they keep it like
1: this? Yes.
0: Oh, you can well, go to the Buca de
1: Peppo Capri room. Now, if. have a if, private party.
0: As a person, do you want your own Buca de Peppo Capri room? or do you want your own buca de pepo sandwich?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to go with food. Yeah, of course. Of course.
0: I don't think it's a good question at all. It's a terrible question. <laughs> it's an obvious question.
1: <laughs> it's so yeah. dumb. Anyway, last year she did have a home invasion. She was held up at gunpoint and she was robbed. <laughs> I know. It's you're muted. You're muted and you're enraged uh, and I only I, I was, thank it. God. Thank God. I am sad for this
0: lady. She was held up at gunpoint. No, it
1: was very scary. Okay. It was very, yeah. very scary. Of
0: course it threw her into the throes of PTSD. <laughs> What's wrong? You're a monster.
1: <laughs> but then here's the other thing. Okay. Her husband, major money issues. Okay. Oh, is he one of those? <laughs> yeah. You're not famously known as your one client being Boy George and like not have money issues.
0: So you know that is one thing that I have figured out about all of these housewives. All of the husbands, most of the husbands, have money issues. A Everybody. lot of yep.
1: Yeah, of course. That's why ladies start working. They're like, I guess I'm <laughs> going to go on this reality television show, right? They yeah. all have money issues, and mm-hmm. allegedly he may have owed some money to the Borgata, or not the Borgata, <laughs> the um, what's it called, uh, the, the Bellagio. Buc-a-de-pepo. <laughs> Buc-a-de-pepo.
0: Peppo. <laughs> he got he had to he catered a meal from Buca to Pepo and he never paid them. So his <laughs> yeah. wife had to set up the, the the capri room.
1: Yeah. So then this last episode, it was just so silly. She tells the story about how she had this like PTSD and somebody stole ten thousand dollars of cash in her bag, which was inside of a shopping cart, and I just like couldn't get over like she was taking ten thousand dollars worth of cash to a place that has shopping carts. <laughs> <sighs> Probably. Now, story. I don't
0: carry bags. Do you yeah. usually when you're shopping in a with a shopping cart? Are you always aware of where your bag is? What is your I, bag awareness level like?
1: I wear my bag.
0: You wear your bag and you must feel it. Like when you don't have it, do you feel like something is missing? I'm that way with my cell phone.
1: Um, yeah, but I never leave my bag or my wallet anywhere that I can't see it. I have to ha- be like holding it. Okay. Not like All I've right. got a ton on me. It's just like I don't want to have to go through the process of like getting yeah, another license. Exactly. Yeah. I, as you know from the yeah. time that you invited a person to break into your car. Yes. Please come.
0: Take my marijuana.
1: Please <laughs> come. The door is not even locked. Just come and take no. it. Um. <laughs> anyway. So she has this thing happen. She's talking about it. But then also it was her anniversary that week, that episode. And so mm-hmm. – PK, her husband, Paul Kemsley, he surprises her with a pretty woman-themed anniversary surprise. (laughs) Does
0: she know what the character of pretty woman, what character, uh, what her job is in that movie? Mm
1: -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sex work is work, as you know. Sex work.
0: And listen, we are, yes. 100%. (laughs) But I think if your husband threw you a party, which is pretty (laughs) woman-themed...
1: wasn't even a th- it was so he invites her up to like he has kyle who's her best friend kyle Richards is her best friend and she has her driver her to the beverly wilshire and they like you know he has all the pretty woman dresses laid out for her and she's gonna change <laughs> and then he's gonna surprise her and then he takes her up to a room where he'll and you'll love this <laughs> it's a pretty woman themed day right uh-huh. he takes her up to a suite and he says i just want to tell you you take my breath away Berlin <laughs> yeah. and then Berlin is there the Who's band Berlin? what the band <laughs> and they sing take my breath away <laughs> While they slow dance which doesn't make any sense because that's not the movie that pretty woman is associated that's not the song pretty woman is associated with
0: yeah you know what movie take my breath away is from
1: Top Gun yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was my favorite thing that I watched on Bravo this week. That is amazing.
0: I got to pick up tips from this guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then he's slow dancing with her the whole time, and then he keeps going, you know, that's actually Berlin, right? And she's like, (laughs) okay.
0: What's his name? Paul Kemsley?
1: Yeah. Now, the bad news is that there's trouble in paradise with those two. And the day of the premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they announced that they might be, there was a rumor that they were separating. (sighs) yeah so true love true love doesn't last you guys it does (laughs) it doesn't last um one more thing i wanted to share with you is you know we get a lot of really nice messages from our listeners um sometimes it's lukewarm tea about travis kelsey's desire to be (laughs) part of la familia but i got this message and it was so nice and i have to read it because i want to congratulate this person they said Noor! I love your podcast so much, so much that I'd invite you to my wedding if it wasn't weird. I mean, if you happen to be in Virginia on November 26th. I really appreciate you and feel so well represented in the Bravo community. Thanks to you, Arthi and Raheel. I love all your episodes. They all feel like I'm listening to an older cousin teach me the wisdom of the world, and I appreciate it so much. Now, first of all, I have to pause there for a second. I don't like being called older cousin.
0: I uh I uh love uh being a cousin. Being a cousin is one of my favorite relationships in the world. That's
1: I love true.
0: cousins and I love being a cousin. So mm. I I don't like the older part. <laughs> I, the I was like, Why? how about just a cousin? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then she said, Thank you for doing what you do. And if y'all ever need a 27-year-old's take on anything, please let me know. Uh, her name is Marvie. Marvie, congratulations to you on your wedding. No,
0: listen, fuck this. How how dare Marvie rub her 27 year age in her fucking faces?
1: <laughs> wait, wait, so I read that message and I was like, how? Uh, she was like older, cousin. So then I'm thinking, she's 19. And then I said 27. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm 27. I'm not. I'm 38. So it, <laughs> it confused me because I didn't understand. I don't know how to. I mean, you're 40, so that makes sense oh, for you. Fuck
0: yourself, stop it. <laughs> So one of the things, I think I settled on 32 because I hung out with some significantly younger people than me in London. Uh Like I hung out with them multiple nights because we got along so well and Uh they were like 25 and 26. Uh And they were like, we just love hang out with you guys. It was me and one of the other friends. And so we all settled on 32. So they are mature for their age and I'm immature for my age, (laughs) 32. (laughs) That's what we're going so, with.
1: Yeah, 32 is good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, congratulations to you and thank you for that very nice message. I'm having Thanksgiving that weekend, so.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that invite was for me or not. No, I don't um, think it
1: was. I think it was just for me.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I would show up to that wedding, but I only show up to weddings to stop it. That's oh. what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> I would now and uh, not forever hold my peace. Yeah, there you go. All right. That's what I would do.
1: Anything else on your mind, Raheel?
0: Uh, just the world's on fire. And oh! I hate it all.
1: Oh, right. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. I hope I don't get bud bugs in Amsterdam. I know people are dying, but. <sighs> I hope I don't get bed bugs in Amsterdam.
0: Yeah, man. All right. You excited? Um, it's just you're... No, you traveled alone without the family, right? You went to yes. Barcelona?
1: Yeah, Barcelona. Uh,
0: you excited what? about this? No, I, the, the Bartholomew made me think of something else, but it's personal. <laughs> I don't want to go down that road with okay. you.
1: Yeah, I am excited. I'm excited because um, I just, you know, I want to be comfortable. I'm excited to like not have to worry about feeding another person. The only person I'm going to worry about feeding is myself. And I don't yeah. often get that luxury. So especially oh. on vacation. So <laughs> don't mock me. Okay. It is. I mean, it is just- upsetting. The lie is what yeah. it is. <laughs> no, anyway,
0: uh, you don't get the luxury of not being of not having to worry about feeding somebody else, right? Yeah,
1: I'm constantly worried about feeding another person, mm. so it must be tough. Yeah, it is tough. So that's why I'm going to go and get bombed in Amsterdam for two and a half <laughs> days.
0: Is your primary thing relaxation or letting loose? Uh,
1: a little bit of both. I think letting loose is has to be part of my relaxation.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Letting loose can't, I can't let loose because I'm never relaxed enough. And so I think I will be relaxed and also letting loose. So, hope, hope, it, So, yeah.
0: That's one of the things that I realized on my, and not to bring it back to my travel tips, but here we go. <laughs> um, the thing that took me a while to get adjusted to was turning off like the internal clock that we have just from like our day to day. Right. So, yeah. like, a day to day, I have to, be logged into work at eight and i have to be around or whatever right? i have to know where my teams is i have to know where, where where my emails are and things like that and then at night i have to hit certain i have certain checkpoints that i have to hit so i have to hit some at you know 5 30 some at seven and yeah. some at night um and it took me like two or three days to turn that part of it off to just be like oh i can just stay out if i want to it's yeah. okay there's, there's nothing holding me back and what that allowed me to do was i didn't let me it, it didn't mean that i was like wilder as a result i was just more relaxed yeah and made everything more fun so.
1: yeah yeah my version yeah. of that is like i can eat whatever i want and so if i want to have cake for breakfast and my coffee mm-hmm. then that's fine i'll do that yeah. because with the kids i can't right because then, then you're like i want cake and i'm like oh, i can't give you cake <laughs> we, we don't eat cake for breakfast
0: I just realized what kind of father I'd be. I would eat the cake, but I'm just hiding from them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, the only cake I'm gonna be eating is like the space cakes. Oh. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And I'll let you know how the red light district is.
0: Yeah, let me know. Pick up some flyers.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna go to the banana jar and let you know how they.